I'm going to go back down and break that crystal. Okay. So you go back through the secret passage, down the stairs, and into the room where you see the darkling that you saw before. The top part of the crystal has already started to crack. The now stump of the right arm is extending. What do you do? So I'm back downstairs, uh, and I'm, I'm looking at the darkling in, in his hand, and there is there was nothing in this room. Correct. Cassandra had gotten the key. Whether it was already in the room, maybe the darkling was holding it in its hand, you don't know because she already had it when you got here. But there's nothing else in this room currently. There is some blood from the hand. It's, again, it's more seeping out than pumping. And um, actually, I think I'm going to say that the hand is still attached to Cassandra. Wherever it grabbed her, like it's still clenched around her. It's just now the stump is. It was her ankle. So, yeah, so she has an anklet of a darkling hand. Hmm. So I'm going to pull out my. Uh... My dagger, and I'm just uh, gonna lay into this crystal with it and, and start chipping away at it. Okay, so you're able to basically take the butt of your dagger and start smashing on it. It had already started to spider web and crack. It doesn't take that long, and about the top third of it eventually almost slides off. Think of like a glacier breaking, just kind of collapses over. So the darkling is now essentially free from just above the waist up, and the Darklings, I mean, I know there's going to be a direct parallel to the Drow. They're not exactly just Drow by a different name. They are similar, but they're not the same. Uh, they're about five feet tall. They do have dark skin. Their teeth are all like jagged angles coming out of their mouth. They look more like lamprey mouth than, than regular. They're more like Gelflings from like the Dark Crystal than they are Drow, if that makes sense. But now that this one is free from the top up, it actually takes a deep breath, like an, like an inhale. Eyes are still closed. Its head kind of tilts back, its mouth opens up, and it utters out, So cold. And then it slumps over unconscious. Huh. Pal, kind of approach, uh, smack him. The body is so cold, it actually hurts your hand to touch it. But it's not responsive. Uh, he'll he'll put on a pair of gloves and, and kind of lean him, push him back up and lean him into the crystal. So and, yeah, he's still captured from the waist. Right, down. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to like flip his torso back up and like push the crystal over so it falls backwards. Okay. And And break the legs out. Okay. So you start to do that, and just even in the first, in the few minutes that you're doing that, obviously the creature is dark skin, but it's almost got like a blue tinge to it. It starts to get more of a natural color, and you see that the wound starts to, like the blood starts to come out quicker and faster. He's now actually actively bleeding from his hand. Oh, I should probably bind that up then. (laughs) Okay, so you take a minute to bind the wounds. Then you'll finish cracking open. Yeah. So it's like a, we'll say it's like a 15 minute job, and you now have this uh, darkling completely free. The, the skin is still very cold, but not quite painful to the touch. Uh, it might like mutter and mumble a little bit, but it's not actually saying anything in particular that you can understand, uh, but it's free. Kate will pick him up and, and throw him over his shoulder and uh, beat feet back out of that uh, the chasm. All right, so you make it back to the top. Crampton is still up there. Now what do you guys want to do? You now have Cassandra, 
a Darkling, the Crystal Key, and a dead Louth Zymir. Cranthon, this thing's alive. Do you want me to fix that? <laughs> Kate will actually laugh and then look down again at the remains of Louth Zymir and kind of shudder and go, uh, uh, n- no? Is Maybe? that the only treasure? Yeah, that was the only thing in there. And do you have the key? I have it. Then let us make our haste back to the Dark Discovery. Should we get your brother first? As far as we know, Voss still has him. Oh, you don't know that. You don't know that. Um, um, Cassandra said that uh, your brother backstabbed us and went to Foss and told them that we weren't going to give him the key. That sounds about right. And now um, he has her, him held hostage. And that if we want to see him alive, we have to bring him the key. And but, what do you want to do? Well, I think we propose a trade. We trade Cassandra for your brother. Sounds good to me. And if he says no, we snap his neck and kill him. You can leave that part to me. Very well, let's go to back to our cart. Okay. So we will say that you are able to make it back out of the mansion without crossing paths with any of the uh, elven guards, and you are now outside of the mansion. I will assume that you went out more to the front, since that's closer to where you want to go. The Really the only thing of difference that you notice is that there's now a gnomish airship hovering a couple hundred feet above the mansion. She's tied up, but... Um, I take her weapons and throw them. Give me a search check. To see if you find all of her concealed weapons. Um, 17. Okay. You are confident that you have found all of her hidden weapons. So we will cut over to Everin. So you're on the ship. Gerard is next to you. Uh, he's the one that mentioned that the airship was going past a little while ago. And um, his men continue to climb out of the water. And go ahead and give me a higher low there. Low. One of the elven soldiers, as they're picking themselves up out of the water, says, Hey, wasn't this ship named something different a minute ago? And aren't we looking for this ship, the Dark Discovery? So you can hear one of the elven soldiers down below, because you're still on deck. Basically, they have noticed that your ship is now the Dark Discovery, which is a ship that there's a substantial bounty out for members of its crew. Uh, I will look to uh, the captain and say quietly so that only he can hear me, you want to do something about that? Because if you don't, you won't get the key. Well, I don't want to die. We can't fight seven of them. There's still three in the water. Well, they've, they've all picked themselves up. This isn't like immediately. It's been so they're, are they on the, are they on the, yeah, they're the like, dock or are they on the ship? They're on the dock. They're not on the ship. You can hear them, like, starting to come up the gangplank. Does the captain have, like, his documents with him or something? Like, what do you mean? Like, like a list, uh, like a, a list or a manifest saying what, what they're looking for? Or... No. He was just there to basically shake you down waiting to talk to Cade. This was all a ruse. But his, yeah. from what you understand, his men are not part of the gang. They're actual elven soldiers. So as far as they know, you're now all wanted so I'm going to look at the captain and say, you need to come up with something and say that you don't have your documents to confirm it or something to calm these guys down because you're right. We can't take on seven of them. 
Nope, but we can take on one. And he draws his sword and points it at you. Fantastic. All right, so let's go ahead and we'll just roll initiative All right. for you. Yeah. 11. So uh, Garrett goes first. He finished clearing his sword from its scabbard. He lowers it down towards you uh, right about the same time that the first of his men cleared the, uh, the side of the ship. And he calls out loud enough for them to hear, this man is under arrest. And then kind of quietly to you, he says, just go with it. Uh, uh, grind my teeth and throw my hands up. And, uh, and out loud, um, I will yell, what are you doing? And then I'll kind of look over toward the, the doors of the ship. And I'll yell, uh, Lander, I could use some help out here. Roll a perception check to see if you hear this as you're down in your room with Albie. Oh, my my perception is so horrible. I rolled a 13, so I got 12 perception. 12 will do it. You, uh, I'm going to say that you don't hear exactly the words, but you hear something about le- uh, help and uh, out here. Lander will respond with, what do you want? Just Just go away. So Lander responds. It doesn't sound like he's responding with urgency, though. Yeah. Uh, so the, I will. Uh, I will yell. I will yell Lander's away. name again as I take a step back, hand still held up in the air. Um, so the other soldiers are going to start to surround you, and they pull out manacles. And uh, I'm going to, after yelling Lander's name, I'm going to stomp a couple times on the deck. I rolled for it, and that uh, actually gets Lander's attention. He's like. Some God damn it, Everin, what does he want now? He probably just wants me to swab the poop deck again. It's always swab this, go clean that. Come on, Albie. And so Lander will disgruntingly leave the room with Albie and head up towards the ship's deck. Okay, so uh, as you're making your way up, you can start to hear more and more clearly uh, the sound of, I mean, you know the elven soldiers are there. You walk past them, and you can basically hear one of them say, um, as an authorized agent of the Neely Viata Empire, I bound you by law, and you will come with us. And you can hear, like, manacles being clasped around uh, hands. So over my shoulder, as I'm probably being led away, as since Lander is in no hurry to get to the top of the deck, once I hear the door open, I will yell to him, stay with the ship, uh, let the others know what happened, give me some time to see if I can work this out. Lander... Like, hoping that none of the guards are looking at him, is going to give the hand sign of, you want me to kill these guys? And if I can see that, I will shake my head. Let's do a higher low on that later. <laughs> like, give, give the old cutthroat sign, like, you want me to kill these guys? I want to go with high. I'm in manacles. I can't help at this point. <laughs> so um, the, the soldiers look towards you just as you're about to make that uh, uh, gesture, but then they turn back to Garrett and say, should we arrest that one too? So that just by perfect happenstance, they're all looking away from you as you do <laughs> the motion. And, um, and Everin, you did the no, not, not, not right now sign, correct? Yes, I did. No. I shake my head. No, not now. Okay. So you see uh, Everin being led off the ship by eight elven soldiers. You don't know about Garrett, so you don't know that there's any, like, anybody on the inside, as far as you know, Everyone has just been arrested by representatives of the Neely Viata. Correct. What are you going to do? Well, Everyone did give me the, hey, don't do anything foolish. And I think I'll stay with the boat at this point. Wait for everybody else to return and then maybe come up with a plan and get some strength and numbers to go break him out. If we're going to do that at all. Perfect. 
our getaway quick plan is not <laughs> getting away quick. So never split the party. I have now split it into three. Let's, <laughs> let's see if we can get that to more before the night is over. I'm actually thinking we're all going to be singled before this is over. <laughs> Kate's going to be standing on a bridge going, well, I guess i got to find a new crew as he's sailing away. <laughs> TPK is going to be really easy at that point. So uh, we will cut back to... Um, Cranthon and uh, Cade. The Darkling is starting to moan and come to a little bit more. You well, actually give me like a medical check, either one of you. Did you just roll one? No, I, I, I didn't. Cade will look at him and and uh, I got an eight. He needs leeches. He needs uh, to be bled. Leeches? Ah, shit, I'm fresh out of leeches. All I got is this bottle of whiskey. Uh, it always worked for me when I was feeling sick. Here, open up, buddy. Kind of pour some down his throat. <coughs> so again, uh, darklings have jagged teeth that come out of their mouth at all these weird, odd angles. Uh, he's he's got his like falconer gloves on almost. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, the darkling uh, opens his uh, his eyes. The the pupils, basically the entire eye, is solid black. There's no color whatsoever to them. And uh, it looks like uh, the Darkling is looking at you. Hey, you you okay, friend? What? What? Uh, hey, Cranthon, hey, this guy, I think he's awake. I set him down on the ground. What? What are you? I would ask you the same. What do you, what do you mean? I am a mage hound. And no, what are you? I'm an elf. What, have you you've never seen an elf before? He's like the Darkling in the hold. What do you mean, Darkling? That's what we they call you. They being the other elves. You're you're kind. You're you're all supposed to be dead. What? At this moment, I want to I want to say look that at your you, skin. You you bring up both of your hands, and that's when you realize that your right hand is missing. There's a bloody rag on the end of your stump that ends right around the wrist. What have you blithering buffoons done to me? Wait a second here. What? What? What did you do to my skin? No 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 no. What did she do to your skin? Uh, more actually, she, she who? I take her. her off of my shoulder and hold her up to you so you can see her. I don't know that woman. <laughs> right. You you were in the big crystal thing, and you had your hand sticking out of it, and and there was a fight, and you grabbed a hold of her, and she cut your hand off to get free. I'm sorry. We don't have time for this. We need to go get our my brother. E- exactly. Um. Um, here, drink this. What? It, <laughs> it, it's good for you. You're speaking madness. Why would I drink anything from a stranger that has cut off my hand? I grab him and throw him over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just, I was just about to give you the the sap him sign. He's, he's gonna caress my neck in a slight light choke. But I was really, out. I was really afraid, Linny style. <laughs> I was really afraid Cranthon would take this, the sap him sign, as this and so, start. Someone choking help him. me! On his neck? On I've his, been, like I've been abducted by two lunatics. Yeah, the judo chop. <laughs> yeah, basically, Cranthon has two two switches on and murder. <laughs> I'm gonna lightly caress his neck, neck to sleep. <laughs> okay, so you throw him over your shoulder, and um, I'm gonna kick and scream. So you now have a kicking and screaming Darkling as you're trying to sneak away from the mansion. We're in a cart, right? We were riding a cart. Uh, we haven't got there. Yeah. Yet. Okay. You guys are still making your way. Kate, Kate's walking behind Cranthon as um and, and looking up at the Darkling. You know his head as he's hanging back over him. 
please don't scream. Please, it's it's not good for anybody. Right now, there are a lot. You see, you see that thing up in the sky right there? A point, a point to the Elven airship. Do you see that? Yes, I am not blind. I, I wasn't sure. I mean, I, I I can't tell if your eyes are open or closed. Um, no offense. Be silent, Dark Elf. We have to get out of here. We'll explain of... it to you soon. Yes. We got to get to our cart. At this point, I'm going to look at my hand again and probably just pass out from sheer. Okay. So the Darkling passes back out. And so I say to Cade, it's a good thing he was silent. He would have given our position away. Okay, so you guys um, are managed to get onto your wagon and you start making the trip back into town. So this is like, I think we established like an hour or so. Yeah, it was an hour's ride out there. So We're you're going to push the wagon. Okay. Like, so we can probably do it in 40 minutes. Like or so. 40, okay, so about, so you're you're coming into town hot. <laughs> there, uh, there seems to be quite a bit of commotion. There is a larger number of elven soldiers about the town. Like as soon as you come in, you can tell the, the, the like the military presence of the the town has has uh, risen. Now, before you established that Crantham was laying in the back underneath tarps, mm-hmm. since you have Cassandra and a Darkling now, what is the configuration before you actually get into town? We play a lot of Tetris, um, and and they're going to both be all three of them in the back. If the Darkling, Darkling didn't wake up, so... Darkling's still unconscious. Okay. As far Cranton's as you know... 600-pound body is squishing the two yeah. underneath it. I'm going to I'm gonna lay the Darkling under my right arm. No. The Darkling under my left arm, and Cassandra under my right arm, to where if she wakes up, I can hold her down, and then I'm going to have him put the blanket over me, so okay. that, or over all of us, to conceal our position. All right. I agree. Um, <laughs> Kate, give me a high or low. Oh, we'll, get, we'll go with high, because that's what we do. So uh, as you're coming into town, again, kind of hot, uh, one of the elven soldiers kind of noticed you and holds up a hand for you to stop. How many are there? There's four that you can see. One of them is paying actual attention to you and coming. It's kind of like walking towards your wagon as you're coming into town. I'll slow up a little bit away, not uh, uh, to at least as far enough away as, you know, I could, like, kick the horses and and go forward you know have okay. a little bit ahead of steam the uh, elven soldier doesn't seem to notice that there's anything unusual so not really taking any precautions will swing around wide coming up towards you in the, like the driver's seat of the wagon uh he will will speak to you in again in elven pretty much they always do that even if i don't mean to mention it you what is your business this late at night why are you driving this wagon what is your cargo hey are the horses you're carrying hay? Well, how else do you transport hay? Do you take me for an imbecile? No, No one sir. would take a wagon and have two bells of hay. That thing would be stacked so high I would be able to see it. Are you lying to me? And he's actually going to put his hand toward his sword hilt. No, sir. It's hay. And Cade will give him that wink. And I'm taking it to the market wink. And he'll slightly tap the bag of coins at his side. Wink. So, uh, so the elf will continue to make his way towards you, but his his aggression slacks just a little bit. Oh, hey, I see. Okay, that uh, makes absolute sense. I understand why you would want to uh, transport hay. He looks over his shoulder. Uh, you do know there is a you know increased tariff on hay. Uh, I would be okay to take that from you now. Absolutely. I, I, it's actually very fortunate that you're here. I see that. So I didn't have to hunt down somebody else to do, take care of that. 
how fortunate for both of us. Indeed. And he's just kind of waiting. He pulls it off. Okay. You're going to give him the full 50 dragons? Uh, yeah. Give me a high or low, or, or again, or equal. There's always the option that they could be the same. Just saying. I feel like that's a crappy option. I'm feeling today that we might be equal. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> mm. Must have been close. So the elf takes the gold, he hefts it, and he has a, a smile. And this is a smile that Cade would recognize. It's a smile you've seen before. It's a smile that I'm about to backstab this guy. It's the smile of someone He's who thinks... He's going to hit you with a mug. If you're, g- <laughs> <laughs> if you're willing to give him 50 gold, there's got to be something really valuable on uh, on your wagon. So essentially you've over-bribed him. So now he really wants to know what's on the wagon. So he's actually going to go ahead and, and pull his sword and point it to you. Get out of the wagon. I'm assuming I hear this. Yeah, you can hear all of this. Okay. You are going to search me after I have already paid you. Do you understand when I get back there and tell Magistrate Zymir that you have delayed his shipment what is going to happen? You fool. All right, are you going for a persuasion or an intimidate? I'm going to go with persuasion. All right. Roll it. Natural 20. I no shit rolled a one. (laughs) (laughs) So he like does the biggest gulp. He actually will pull his collar away. (laughs) (laughs) He will, he will take a step back and uh, he's actually going to give you the gold back. And is like, Oh, I am. I am so sorry. I I am. I am so sorry. Please uh, go about your, uh, your business. And Cranthon, you kind of sense a shifting of Cassandra under your arm, and you can tell that she's like taking a breath, like a deep breath. I would try to just put my hand over her mouth and just basically just force my hand inside of her mouth, like my fingers to where she can't talk, and I'll just put pressure on her face stealthily. Let me, uh, let's have you roll a uh, choking check. I'm trying to think, cause I'm sure you want to do this somewhat subtly. So is it a dex check? But well, I kind of want to intimidate her into not saying anything. Maybe I could like put my hand on her throat or something. So or like and well, not what, squeeze it for well, once. What if you know maybe softly squeeze it? Well, but you you felt that she's trying to take in a deep breath. What if you just just like pushed on her chest so that she couldn't like just put my weight on her? Yeah, put your weight yeah. on her chest so that she can't talk and then yeah. So what is that? Athletics or strength or? Realistically, I would probably just let you get, get away with that, just because it fits the story. Okay. All right. So you you sense that Cassandra's taking a deep breath. You you can tell that she's probably getting ready to cry out. So I'll shift my weight like fully onto her, basically, to where like she can't she can't breathe well. So you you can hear like she's like mid taking a deep breath, and then just just the weight of your arm on her chest, it just sort of forces it out of her, and she's and just pushes it out and i whisper in her ear silence so the uh the elven soldier who was backing away he kind of like like perks up a little bit like he's kind of heard something yeah yeah he's, <laughs> <laughs> and he, he waves you on all right so you managed to you can definitely tell that the, the the entire town is on alert and there's not soldiers at every in, intersection but definitely this is the highest alert you've seen the town since you've been here uh, but within probably another 20 minutes, you've made your way into the market district. It's late at night, so this is all the shops have closed. None of them have reopened. There's very few people out and about at this time, so you can take the wagon right up into where Foss' 
shop is. And as before, it's kind of hard to find it, even though you know right where it is. You go past it a couple times. It's a damn place. Uh, but soon enough, you find yourself in front of um, the door that leads to Foss's shop. All right, Cranthon, you just want to, do you want me to go in first and then you follow in behind, or we just want to kick the door down and go in? Well, I, I imagine I, I've turned around at this point and kind of lifted the tarp up. I said, our guest has woken up, and I pick her up by the neck, and, uh... Oh, shit. I pick him up by his neck, too. (laughs) I throw throw the darkling over my shoulder. Uh, Hold on, hold on. Tarp. Hauling everyone Put him out. I I wrap him up in the tarp. I don't don't want people to see his darkling. Okay. I I don't want Foss to know we have a darkling. So, after untold... Amount of time trapped in a crystalline cocoon. Actually, you're now I'll... being wrapped in a thick blanket. <laughs> no, I'll just, I'll just so warm. <laughs> Actually, I'll just leave him there because I'm assuming he's probably weak from his being in stasis or whatever he was. Do you and know that I was it had been in stasis? I know that you've got crystal covering you or something like. You don't seem very strong with no arm and a uh, yeah. attitude. I would have explained that on the way of how I found him. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure Cranthon would have asked. Yeah. I'll get out and I'll have her over my shoulder. I am going to try to restrain her, though, with my hands. I'm going to have her arms down at her sides, and I'm going to hold her, like, pin her arms to her sides while I'm walking. Okay. Yeah, you can do that easily enough. I mean, she's still tied by ropes, too. I don't know what you think you're going to do here. Foss doesn't care about me. If you want Lander, you're going to give him the key. Foss may not care about you, but I'm sure that he probably cares about the 500-pound mage hound that's standing multiple feet from him. You'd be surprised. Everin, you are being led through the town. One of the soldiers has ran on ahead and uh, alerted the rest of the, basically the guards at that station that you were being brought in. And uh, as you were basically being led in, more of the guards have been like summoned. They're starting to like gear up. And you hear that they're basically getting ready to go confiscate and, and lock the ship down so that it can't get away and arrest anyone else that's on board. You are shoved roughly into a cell, and they leave the manacles on you, and then they continue going about their business. It's the same cell that you witnessed from a scrying spell, I think two or three days ago, uh, <laughs> where Kate was sitting twiddling his thumbs. Happily eating. And I had I've not received the same treatment. Uh, I mean, they're not being, like, rough towards you. I mean, well, they are, but they're not being, like, you know, cruel. They're just pushing you along. You're... You don't have a steak. That's true. You, you do not have a, a nice meal. Um, so after they shove me into the cell, uh, I'll wait a few seconds to see what they're doing, and I'll rush up to the gate and bang my manacles on it to make noise uh, and scream out, hey, where's that fool sergeant that, Said I'm under arrest. I demand to know what I'm under arrest for. What's your armor class? A lot. 18. Okay. Um, so they miss, but one of the soldiers that's walking by takes the butt of a spear and just tries to, like, sh- shove it in the bars towards you. And to get you to shut up, he just, I guess, miss- picks the wrong set of bars and it, like, just goes <laughs> beside you. And then he just looks sort of sheepish and angry and then walks away. <laughs> Quiet. Yeah. Shut up, you. I'm boned. Um, if they're going to keep doing that, then I, I, I'll i wait a few seconds before I try that again. I'll wait for somebody who doesn't look like they're hurried and see if I can get their attention. 
You see Garrett is the only one who he's like giving orders, but he's not really moving from his spot. So he's kind of calling out orders and, and organizing people. But uh, he's really the only face that you continue to see or recognize. The second that he's got two seconds, I'll yell his name. Garrett, Garrett, get over here. Tell me what's going on. What am I being arrested for? He will pull out a sheet of paper, and it's the wanted poster that Cade and Crampton saw earlier that basically lists the dark discovery, all the crew. It kind of describes what you look like. It's All it's missing those are the pictures that um, Lander drew on your copy of it. And it basically has 10,000 gold dragon for each member of the crew. I will squint uh, like I'm looking, like I can't see it very well. And I'll say, that that means nothing to me from this distance. Bring it closer. I can't see that. A piece of paper? What is that? So he'll step a little closer and he'll basically just sort of hold it up where it would be right on his side of the bars, right above where your face would be. And uh, it's directly in front of your face. And he says... That's 10000 each for you, for the one on the ship, and however many more of you there are floating around. And he just sort of shakes his head, and you get the sense that he's saying I, he doesn't know if he can help you or not. So I'll whisper to him, so it sounds like your plans change now. Not necessarily. I can tell you that if you attempt to take these men to that boat and my crew is there, you're going to come back with less than half of what you're going with. Well, that's just more money for me, I guess. If you come back. Oh, I'll come back. You and I need to figure out something. Once you leave, leave me a key, but it's not going to end well for any of us at this point. I can't help you from in here, and I certainly can't get you the key from in here. And uh, he'll say, and I don't think I can help you from out here. And he'll actually like push the paper through the bar and take a step back, and he'll start to walk out of the room. Am I left by myself? Uh, there's still commotion on like either side of you, but there's no one in this actual room with you at the moment. I'll reach down and uh, and pick up the paper, lean back up at the waist, and kind of my hands kind of together. I'll look at it, spit on it, and then as best I can, with my hands manacled closely together, I'll, I'll crumple it up uh, and throw it across my cell. Okay. I just defeated out of anger. Yeah, defeated. I'll walk over to the bench and just kind of hang my head. Okay, so out of the game. You are aware that you have a phantom arm and you can get out of these manacles anytime you want, right? Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> okay. I wasn't sure if you were waiting for no. like the opportune moment the to do that. Yes. The, yes, I'm aware. It's been a month and I had forgotten that. Okay. Now that you, now you say that, now that he's defeated, he's kind of waiting for the right time to uh, to do it when there's less than commotion about so that he can hopefully sneak out of there. Okay. Maybe. All right. So we will cut over to Lander. Lander, you are on the ship. It's been about, we'll say, 45 minutes since they took Everin off. What have you been doing? I mean, Lander really hasn't been doing much, mainly just pacing back and forth on the ship, coming up with bad ideas on how to rescue Everin, wondering where the hell the rest of his crew is at, because the job should have been done by now. Trying not to think about his uh, lost love and uh, Foss, because he's really mad at them, so he's just trying not to think about them. Uh, but no, he's, he really isn't doing anything productive. Okay. So, again, about half an hour to 45 minutes passes while you're doing this, and then Albie starts to sort of whine and uh, look anxiously towards the door. I'm going to say that you're in the galley, so look towards the door that would lead out onto deck. 
What is it, boy? You wanna you want you want some fish? <laughs> starts he starts scratching at the door. Alright, I'll I'll let him through the door and I'll follow along with him. Alright, so you can see that there are two elven soldiers on the the docks and they are throwing heavy ropes and essentially they're lashing your ship to the dock at multiple points. So they're making it so we can't set sail. Correct. I'm going to yell, I'm like, hey, what's the big idea? We, what are you guys doing? You, come down here. You're under arrest. You're under arrest. Why are you latching onto my ship? <laughs> they actually will look at each other like, wait, what was that? No, you are under arrest. You are on the dark discovery. There's a bounty on your head. For, there's 10,000 dragons, and we're going to claim it. Now get down here now, and they'll reach towards their swords, or we will come and take you. Lander says... All right, one sec. Let me let me just grab some things real quick, and he runs the other side of the boat and jumps off. <laughs> what about Albie? Albie can swim. Okay, <laughs> you're gonna run and dive off the other side of the boat with Albie. And while I'm in the water, I'm going to cast Alter Self, which gives me aquatic adaptation, and I can breathe underwater and move quickly. Okay. So I'll help Albie swim. All right. So you jump off and dive into the water, and you turn into Aquaman. Uh, and Albie is uh, floundering. I'm actually going to say that Albie like, glides for a while first, jumps and spreads its wings and can't fly, but it can <laughs> glide a little bit so it doesn't hit the water quickly as you do. Uh-huh. So what? Uh, now that you're in the water, what are you doing? We're going to take the long way like kind of around to go back into town and try to figure out where everybody's at. Okay. <laughs> Works for me. So we'll just stick with you. Where do you want to go? Where do you think you should go first? Well, once I reach shore, I'm going to uh, take Alter Self off so I don't look like some weird fish human man. And we're going to stay on the outskirts because now that we know that the guards are out for us, probably, you know what? I'm probably going to go to the jail cell to get Everin because he's the only one that I have a location on. Now, you do know that you do have an owlbear, which is a wild animal walking beside you through the city streets. This would be like me having a, a like a lion or a cougar just walking down there. Well, we're, we're on the outskirts. Like, I'm trying to keep him outside the main walkways and areas. Put a cloak on him. He's... <laughs> I'll put a cloak and a little wizard hat. <laughs> he's a halfling. You can't see the see the face, and so now he's the wizard from Final Fantasy. All right, so let's uh, let's do high or low or equal. We're going to go high. Okay, so for the moment, it appears that uh, no one is really paying attention to you. You also sense that the town is kind of on high alert. There's a lot of activity, uh, more soldiers than you're used to seeing, and they're actually like telling a lot of people to get out of the streets uh, and you know uh, out of the way and into buildings. Uh, so you're able to kind of move alleyway to alleyway, and no one really seems to pay a lot of attention. You eventually make your way to the first like, guard station where you think uh, Everin would have been taken. And right as you appear, there's a squadron of about 30 soldiers. Looks like it's pretty much everybody leaves and they're in formation. And they're marching out in, in a direction you don't know. It doesn't look like it's going back towards your ship, but they're definitely leaving. So it's as if, if almost everybody in the guard station is leaving. We'll come back over to Everin. So basically that's what you see from the inside is like all the different soldiers have been geared up and they've kind of been getting their orders. Um, and you hear one of the soldiers say that um, Laust has not responded and they're actually going to send like an entire squadron to his mansion to see what's going on with him. And pretty much they all leave. There's one guy, it's not Gerd, 
who's left. He's still in the building. He's not in the room with you, but you can kind of just listen and you hear that there's only one guy left in the station with you. Can I see him or is he in another room? He's in another room. So I'm going to shout repeatedly uh, things like, hey, anybody left behind? Did you guys really leave me by myself? I, I could really use some explanation. Help. Uh, anybody? Anybody around? So after a moment, you hear shuffling footsteps walking towards you. Uh, the elf that was left behind is uh, holding uh, like a tankard of ale or some sort of liquid, and he's sipping on it, and he's got like, you know, like a mutton chop in the other, and he's eating it, and he's just kind of staring at you uh, with just disgust in his eyes. So you must be the drunk fool they left behind. <clears throat> is he is he an elf, or is he Yeah, just yeah, these are all elves. Guys. So my, my first question is, hey, did they tell you anything? Do you have any information that can help me? Why would I want to help you? So I at least understand why I'm here. You're here because we said you're here. Do if you, you haven't noticed, I'm an elf too. You could at least be respectful. Oh, there's a big difference between you and I. You would think so, but probably not. Other than free will. He actually kind of laughs at that. <laughs> so, fine. You want to be Mr. All right, fine. If you're not going to help me, could you at least feed me since... You seem to think that I'm not going to be around much longer. I could use a meal. You got another piece of that chop? Tell me a persuasion. Hmm. Not looking good. Uh, Ten. Okay. He'll look at you. He'll he'll kind of tilt his head almost, you know, sort of like canine. He's drinking. Can I get advantage for a better chance? Uh, no. And then he says, yeah, I think I could scare something up for you. And he'll turn and walk and go out of the room for a minute. Lander, what are you doing? So I reached the cells at this point, you said? Well, you're outside of, like, the guard station. So there's a room there. Basically, it's like the police station. It looks like it's fairly abandoned. There's no activity around it right now. So I turned to Albie. I'm like, you ready for this boy? And then we're going to go stealth our way in. You be good cop. I'll be bad cop. And we'll get we'll get Everin out. Okay. Lander Albert buddy cop. <laughs> Roll me a stealth check. Oh, God. For the Albear. Uh, oh, whew, that's not one. That's an 11. All right. Actually, I'm going to give you disadvantage. That is taking care of Albie. That is a one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I want to say that Albie just took off straight in front of me and just is charging into the station, making <laughs> hella noise. Okay. So, Everin, you see Albie run into the... Uh, into the station basically runs past you and then runs into the open door where the elf had gone and then you hear a terrified scream <laughs> coming from that room thanks for listening to the rpg academy podcast the flagship program of the rpg academy network if you enjoy what we do here then please check out therpgacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash therpgacademy.com 
and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the DriveThruRPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at The RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, The Caleb G, at The Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at The RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. Thank you.